all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. There we go. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command you to and command you week with proud prayer. My apologies for that. Trying this new way tonight. Um, that uh, just trying new technology. Technology is always advancing, so we always want to do everything we can do to reach more people and change more lives. Come on in, do me a favor, like the video, <laughs> tell me where you're watching from, and share this video tonight. Of course, you know when you share, people get saved. So uh, we are on both the Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Facebook. Our, uh, our H group, as well as the Bishop Foreman Harvest Church YouTube, as well as the Harvest Channel, as well as Twitch. So we are several different places tonight, plus Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Twitter. And we're about to add um, Bishop Foreman and uh, Harvest Church Instagram in just a moment. I see you coming in. Hey, Houston, Aurora, good to see you. Centennial, Alabama, New Jersey. Lord, I need a refill. Come on. You're about to get that refill tonight. That I can guarantee you it's about to be amazing come on in like this video tell me where you are watching from and share 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 when you share people get saved when you share people get saved so come on in everybody it's going to be amazing all right good to see you much love to you all uh, listen i pray your day has been amazing but come on in speak to me let me know where you're watching from share the video let's add our instagram fam at seven o'clock on the dot i'm not in a drop top but let me tell you something I saw the weather report um, from Denver today and on Friday, y'all believe this, listen to this mess. On Friday, it is supposed to have snow flurries here in Denver. And so I, um, I need to figure out where I'm going to go on Friday. Listen, it is too early for it to be snowing. It was just 90 a couple of days ago. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. I see you in Tampa. I see you in Alexandria, Virginia. I see you in Florida. Where else are you at? In Lone Tree at work. Come on here. Panama City. Good to see you. Somebody said the devil is a lie. Yes, he is. He's a whole lie. Naperville, Indiana. Come on, y'all. Let me know where you're watching from so I can shout your city out. If you haven't already, let me know. I know people are still coming in. Shout out to everybody on the Harvest Channel. And of course, our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family, much love to you. Let me say this soon, um, you'll be able to chat on the Harvest Channel. Uh, more and more people like to watch through our app and through our website. And so you'll be able to chat through the Harvest Channel here real soon. So let's be on the lookout for when that feature rolls out shortly. San Diego, good to see you. Toronto, Alabama, Aurora, where else? North Carolina, Denver, we got you. Aurora, I see you more Aurora. Denver, we got you. Come on. Come on, let's, let's call your city out. You know what we're going to start doing? 
right now and not start doing but just for right now we're going to start the beginning Globeville. that's a community here in denver good to see you inglewood good to see you uh, i want to cover the city that you're in so in jeremiah chapter 29 everybody listen our folks are still coming into prayer tonight but i will make a very powerful statement this is what the bible says um in jeremiah 29 he tells the hebrews they are going to be hey nyc they are going to be in a Babylonian captivity for 70 years. Can I get you to type that number 70 on the screen? Hey, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Charlotte, good to see you. More Houston, more Atlanta, um, Colorado Springs, good to see you. He says, for 70 years, you all are going to be in Babylonian captivity. Now, here's what I like about 70. 70 is a, uh, seven deals with the uh, completion or shalom, nothing missing. Nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So God says for 70 years, here's the other thing that happens in 70. In a 70 year span of time, you will have, watch me, the death of one mentality and the entrance of a new mentality. I need you to listen. You have the death of one mentality, the entrance of a new mentality. Here's what's significant. Uh, in that, God says, I want you to pray for the peace and the prosperity of the city that you're going to be in for 70 years. Watch me. God says, while you are there, I need you to pray for it. Everybody listen to me. For some of y'all, your current uh, city, your current state, your current predicament, your current job, your current career, your current field, whatever you're currently in, here's what we're about to do. Instead of cursing it, I need you to pray for it because the Bible says when it does well, you will do well. And many people are so anxious to get to their next that they ignore Jeremiah 29. You know Jeremiah 29, 11, right? For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you to give you a hope and a future. But before we get to Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, even though you're in Babylonian, Babylonian captivity, what's Babylon? It means confusion. Wave your hand at me if you have some areas of your life that feels like Babylon. Wave at me. Keep it 100. You're a bishop woman. Keep it 100. <clears throat> Wave at me. If you have some areas of your life where you're like, God, this is confusing. This is a whole mess. Watch me. It was a sentence, but the sentence was really a setup. God says, for 70 years, I'm going to send y'all over here. And he said, I need for you to pray for it. Watch me stop cursing it. Some of y'all, you don't just curse it by speaking negative. You literally cuss it out. You literally, beep, 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 beep. I'm going to need you to stop all that. And I'm going to need you to pray for it. Because when you begin to pray for it, watch me, it's for your benefit. Let's go. That's how we're going to start praying tonight. God, can we honor you? And we bless you, sir. We thank you, Father, as we're gathered across all these platforms tonight for the privilege to pray. And right now, God, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. And we ask you tonight, Lord, to forgive us. And because you are faithful and just, your word says that you forgive us of all of our sin, God, not only our sin, our transgression. That is our willful deviation, God, from what we knew to be right. And God, uh, that is also our uh, iniquity, the generational sin that's been passed down and around. We are grateful, God, that you forgive us. So that means when we pray tonight, we do not pray under heaviness. We do not pray underweight. We do not pray under depression. We do not pray under anxiety. We do not pray under anything difficult, God. But instead, instead, God, we pray boldly because we are forgiven. We are forgiven. The blood covers us. Blood that was shed 2,000 years ago, that same blood 
still works today. So when we pray tonight, God, we can be bold. We can be strong. We can walk with authority, knowing that it is not our goodness that we're coming before you, but it is your faithfulness and your goodness that qualifies us to stand before you tonight. So now that we're forgiven, God, we pray for every Babylonian situation we have in our lives right now. Babylon, meaning confusing God. You told them in Jeremiah 29, do not curse it, but to pray for it. Do not curse it, but to pray for it. So the same thing, God, that you told them in Jeremiah 29, God, we put that into practice in our own lives. We pray, God, for every situation that does not make sense right now. We pray, God, for every situation that is confusing right now. We pray for every situation, God, that we're like, what is going on? We pray for it, and we pray, God, for its prosperity. We pray, God, that it would be good for us. We pray, God, that all things would work together for us. Even in the midst of what feels like a sentence, God, we thank you that it is a setup. It is a setup for us to get wisdom. It's a setup for us to grow financially. It's a setup for us to get skills. It is a setup for us to learn patience. It is a setup for us to learn endurance. It is a setup. And for that, God, we say thank you right now in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody right there to say amen? I want to give you a couple of scriptures that are going to hit this. I always pray, but listen to me, I always pray about what we're going to pray about. Never go into prayer without an agenda. That is like going into a meeting saying, well, what do you want to talk about? You never, ever go into prayer. Come on. I see all on my, on my, um, on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, I see people saying it's confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. Um, I always pray about what it is that we are going to pray about. I never just hop on prayer saying, you know, whatever, you know, or whatever. No, I always have an agenda. I know what the Lord wants to say and where he wants to take us. This is why for many of you, when you hop on prayer, can I encourage you? Make this hour. We've been doing it like this for, what, two, three years? Every Monday night for one hour, let's pray together. For most of you, this is the longest amount of time in prayer you're going to spend all week. And so let's make it count. Let's make it matter. Set it aside in your clock, 7 Mountain, 9 Eastern, and let's make this time matter. Prayer is a privilege, y'all. It's not a right. And on that, before I give you these scriptures, I need you to share. I need you to share over here on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, Harvest Church Instagram, all of our Facebook pages and YouTube pages, all of that. And the app, I need you to share. I need everybody, everybody to share. Do not be stingy with what blesses you. Um, do not be stingy. The Bible says there was this woman and she was by a well. And the Lord tells her her business. And when she, the Lord does that, she goes and gets the people and say, come see a man. If prayer blesses you, if what God says through, through me, to you, through me, blesses you, then I need for you to share it. All right. Tell them, come see a man. Tell them to come on and hop on prayer tonight. All right. Need you to share, 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 share. When you share, people get saved. We are at, uh, as of yesterday, and y'all, we got to believe God for this. We only need five tonight. As of yesterday, uh, we're at 495 recorded decisions for people to become Christians or recommit themselves to the Lord as of yesterday. All right. So we only need five tonight and we're at 500. Can I get you to release a praise and expectation? God, we call in five decisions tonight. We call in five people Lord, to give their lives to you tonight, God, not just so that we can hit 500. But God, those are five lives that matter. That's five. That's five husbands, five brothers, five uncles and five nieces, nephews, cousins, mamas, daddies, whatever. Those are five lives that matter to you. So we call them in. Come on. 
For those of you that have faith like mine, can you just say, do it tonight, Lord. Do it tonight, Lord. Do it tonight. This is why I need you to share. Because when you share, people get saved and we'll hit 500. And then we still have in the last two and a half months of this year, we still have another 500 to see. I, we're believing God for a thousand. I believe God's going to do it. All right. So do it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We hit 495 recorded. And I want to be clear, that's recorded. That means that's hands we were able to count. That is uh, decisions that came in online that our team was able to see. That does not include replays. So the real number is probably way beyond that. But that does not include replays because um, we don't audit the comments, just the volume of comments. That does not include those that make decisions on the Harvest uh, Channel or Uncommon Gospel Radio Network because we don't see that. And we don't use our text as the gauge because sometimes everybody doesn't send the text. Some people just go to the website and click on salvation. And so we never know they did it. But to God be the glory for that. All right. I want to read you these scriptures. And this is where we're going to start prayer tonight. Again, guys, let's make this time matter. I love spending this time with you every Monday night. Do you enjoy this time with me every Monday night? Wave at me if you enjoy it. If you don't do it, forget you. But for those of you who enjoy it, <laughs> I say that with love, but I mean it. I'm just playing. Um, I enjoy spending this time in prayer with you. And it's so good to be able to pray with people, watch me, who are not praying on one another, but are praying for one another. Matter of fact, let's just go into the seat of supplication right now. Father, we pray right now for everybody that's joined and we sit in the seat of supplication. Three types of prayer, God. The first, Lord, is to pray. That is to ask for ourselves. The second, Lord, is to uh, uh, intercede. That is to go to you on behalf of someone that cannot go on their own. This, God, according to John chapter 9, the prayers of the unsaved are not heard. The only prayer of the unsaved is the prayer to be saved. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we give you the glory and the honor tonight for the privilege to be able to sit in that seat of the intercessor. But, God, the third type of prayer is to make supplication. And supplication, God, is like a supplement to the prayer of another believer. So we pray for one another tonight. Come on, y'all. We speak life, Zoe, into one another tonight. Whatever platform we are gathered on, we speak life tonight in the name of Jesus. God, Zoe, Zoe means abundant life. So much life that you're bringing others back to life in the name of Jesus. For this God, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, we rebuke the enemy. We rebuke depression. We rebuke anxiety. anxiety. We rebuke frustration. That is fruitless, God. The purpose of frustration is to take us into action, not just for it to be fruitless right now. In the name of Jesus. And so, God, we cover one another. Come on, y'all. We cover one another right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare, God, that more progress will be gained, Father, between now and the end of this calendar year, Lord, than they have done the entire first 10 months of this year. And we thank you for it now. We pray, God, you said in Ephesians, I feel like praying tonight. You said, God, in Ephesians, that you we you would redeem the time. You taught us, God, for us to redeem the time, take advantage of the time. But in Joel, Father, chapter 2, you said, uh, Father, that you would restore the years. So that means when we make a decision to maximize the time and redeem the time, you will join us with that decision. And God, that means that any time we waste it, you will make up for it. Make up for it in this fourth quarter for the time missed, God, in the first three quarters of this calendar year. And we stand in agreement and we rebuke fear. Come on, y'all. We rebuke fear off of everybody on every platform tonight. 
You have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We pray, God, that whatever steps of faith they must take, that they would take that step boldly. The Bible says in Proverbs 28, God, that you make us as bold as a lion. I have never seen a lion scared of anything. I have never seen a lion fearful of anything. And God, since lions aren't fearful, and that's how you make us bold, that means, God, we are not to be fearful. Whatever we face, God, I pray that we would face it with strength. Come on. I pray that we would face it with power. I pray that we would face it, God, knowing that if God be for us, who would there be against us now? In the name of Jesus, God, and we condemn the voices that play in our mind that remind us of previous failures. Come on, y'all, let's go. We condemn now and one another the voices that will remind us of previous failures and previous disappointments and previous things that did not go the way that we wanted for them to go. And we rebuke that now in the name of Jesus, God. And we rebuke, Father, the fear of people who are not water walkers, what they will have to say. Father, Peter got out of the boat and he walked through the water, but the other 11 stayed on the boat. There was a part and an element of fear that made him have to ignore what they said about him walking on what they were not able to walk on. God, we will not allow the, watch me, the experiences, we will not allow the experiences of other people's failure to be projected onto us. Y'all going to pray with me. We will not allow the experiences of other people's failure to be projected onto us. And for that, we say thank you right now in Jesus' name. We cover one another on all of these different platforms tonight in Jesus' name. I just want you to type these three words. I got you. I got you. What does that mean? Because we just supplicated. We prayed for one another. Watch me. One another. Supplications to pray for other believers. And so sometimes, watch me, you just need some backup in the spirit. So what, what do we just do? We back one another up. In the spirit. I saw a question come in. Are you in Georgia? Almost. We're on the way. You can find out more about Harvest Church Atlanta. Text HCATL to 877-552-4746. All right. Good to see. I can see all of your comments here. I see you over there. Tremaine over on Facebook. I see you, Renee, on Facebook. Nikki on Facebook. Carl over there on Facebook. So many. So many names I can't call them out. Uh, but I see everybody now. So we're just trying this new method. Where I can see a, a little bit more in your comments, right? Can I get a few of you to type that on the Instagram platform so we can pin that? Text HCATL to 877-552. You got it. You got it. Uh, 4746. You get all the information about uh, Harvard Church Atlanta. And uh, here's what I learned. Can, can I just say this real fast before I move to this next part? Um, here's what I learned a while ago. Sometimes you get really excited. Who, who, when you get excited about something, the first thing you do is run and tell somebody. Wait a minute. We're about to go back to these scriptures for Jeremiah 29. But who who on prayer tonight, when you when something amazing is happening for you, you get super excited. Thank you, Christina. You get super excited. Can I have somebody put it up on my Harvest Church Instagram, please? Text HCATL to 877-552-4746. Hey, Montreal. Good to see you. Um, and then you just start talking, 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 running your mouth. All right. Here's the deal. Oh, you all can't do it. That's crazy. I don't know why you can't. All right. Well, you're right. You want to text HCATL to 877-552-4746. Um, so, oh, it's up. Okay. That's okay. I'm For whatever reason, I'm not seeing it. So if somebody can try to put it up there for me again. I'd appreciate that. I'm not seeing it. Thank you. Um, here's what I learned. 
sometimes, y'all ready for this? Sometimes what you have to pray for once you get good, watch me, once you have good news, watch me, that's still cooking, let it finish. Listen to me, please. Let it finish before you try to serve it. I'll use a food analogy so you get it. Sometimes what happens when you release a word. So, so can I use Peter as an example? Let me teach you. Then we're going to cover this in prayer. Some of y'all need the grace to wait to say something. Because you begin to talk before it's done. And so what ends up happening is that you end up attracting warfare. You end up attracting fights that, watch me, the enemy didn't even know what was going on. And then you you said it, and then he was like, ah, that's what we got to attack. Let me give you Bible for this. Let me give you Bible for this. And you got to let it finish cooking. Can I just get somebody to just say, uh, type that on the screen, let it cook. All right? If, if, you go, if you can type fast, type it fast. Let it finish cooking. I'm looking forward to meeting you too. Let it finish cooking. Let it finish cooking. All right, let me give you Peter again. Peter, matter of fact, I'm going to read you the story. All right? I'm going to read you the story. Here we go. Peter. Walking on water, we're in, uh, who do I want to look at it? Let's look at, um, which version? I'm going to help y'all. This is going to be good. Then we're going to flip over to Jeremiah 29. We're going to cover several things in prayer. And then we out. Next Monday will be my birthday. And yes, we're going to still have prayer next Monday on my birthday. October 16th, this Saturday, is Bishop Kevin Foreman Day, the anniversary in the city and county of Denver as well as the city of Aurora. To God be the glory. That's on this Saturday. But we will absolutely still have prayer next Monday night, even though it's my birthday. All right? Uh, listen, that, that is a federal holiday. All right, look. So listen, Matthew, let's go Matthew. Matthew chapter 14. Listen, uh, verse 22. Which version is this? I'm going to go English Standard. All right, listen to this. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After he dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves. So the wind was against them. So pay attention. They're basically halfway in the middle of the sea. Half, thank you. Halfway in the middle of the sea. And while they're there, thank you, California. Halfway in, uh, and yeah, they're halfway in the middle of the sea, y'all. And while they're there, the wind is beating against them. Now, I want you to pay attention. What did Jesus tell them to do? He said, go to the other side. Everybody, please listen to me right now. What happens in the middle of them going to the other side? Listen, what happens in the middle of them going to the other side? The wind starts beating the boat. Y'all better listen. They were obeying what God said. Listen to me. And halfway there, the storm started. What if the storm was not an indication to stop? But what if the storm was an indication you're halfway there? God, we pray tonight that we do not misinterpret our storms. Y'all better pray. We pray tonight, God, that we don't misinterpret our storms, that we do not 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 misinterpret our storms, because God, perhaps what's going wrong is an indication we're doing right. Perhaps what's going wrong is an indication that we are doing right. So God, help us to properly interpret our storms. I need you to put a praise on these screens now. Help us, God, to properly interpret the wind and to properly interpret the waves. 
right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, God, that the boat was being beaten. And for some, God, tonight they feel like their circumstances and their situations are beating them down. They feel like they're beating up their emotions, beating up their finances, beating up their self-esteem. God, I pray that they would not let what feels like it's beating them now make them miss the blessing that's halfway in front of them. In the name of Jesus, please release a praise on every platform tonight. Why? Don't you misinterpret your storm. Don't you misinterpret your storm. Oh, man, that's a whole that's a whole word right there. Because for most people, and this is why you pray, because for most people, um, I, listen, most times when we get frustrated, when we get angry, we seek, we seek the exit. We seek the easy way. But I need you to say, I'm not normal. Father, you said that we are not to behave as mere humans. That's what your word says, God. That's in 1 Corinthians 3 and 3. We are not supposed to act like mere humans because we are spiritual beings. Father, the same God that created the heavens and the earth lives on the inside of us. Forgive us, God, for acting like regular people. Forgive us, God, for acting like normal people. We are not normal because normal is a rebuke. We are not supposed to. We are not supposed to behave like mere humans. In Jesus' name, God, help us to not walk in our humanity, but God help us to walk in our divinity. In the name of Jesus, come on here, Maura. In the name of Jesus, come on here, Malcolm. In the name of Jesus, come on here. Uh, Atina, in the name of Jesus, I pray God that we would not misinterpret our storms. In Jesus' name. If I listen, you are not normal and you're not supposed to be normal. This is so important that you get this, all right? Paul said, do not behave like mere humans. You're acting regular. Um, I remember a friend of mine, um, a former friend of mine, um, uh, who's also a pastor. He used to always say this about me from when he first met me. He said, Bishop Foreman, he said, the way you do everything is just so grand. He says, you're just grand. He just, and I said, what are you talking about? He said, I'm not doing that. He just said, you just carry it with you, just the way that you are. And at first, watch me, at first, I kind of tried to water it down. The Lord said, no, son, you are not supposed to be normal. You are not supposed to behave as a mere human. You, matter of fact, if they're not saying you're grand, then that means you're average. I mean, for some of y'all, watch me, do not come down to make people around you feel comfortable. They need to come up or you're in the wrong room. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would not, God, we would not come down, but that we would walk in excellence and honor in everything that we do in Jesus' name. Come on, put an amen right there. Bishop Foreman, why do you have a say so much? My God, I'm used to going to prayer and not saying nothing. That's why you ain't seen nothing. Prayer is not an exercise in silence. There's no such thing as silent prayer. Can I kill that? Well, Bishop, what about Hannah? Read your Bible. And she said in herself, said, spoke, spoke, spoke. Read your Bible. There's no such thing as silent prayer. 
All right. If you can speak now, obviously, if a person does not have the capacity to open their mouth and speak, this is why you see something like Hannah, the Bible says, and she said in herself, which means she still didn't just think it. You just can't. Oh, I thought prayer. You know, prayer is not a thought. Prayer is spoken. So let's kill that. So have you say so much. Proverbs 18, 21. I say it every week. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat its fruit. In other words, you're going to see the results of what it is that you have let come out of your mouth. Um, and so I have you say so much because that's how you're going to see it. And can I be honest with you? We're about to go back to Matthew 14. Let me go here. Um, when you get frustrated, when you get stressed, when you get angry, have you ever noticed how um, you don't want to really say nothing and what you do want to say isn't good? Wave at me if you've ever noticed that. Wave at me if you've ever noticed that. Um, like when you get frustrated, when you get stressed, I, I noticed something. I said, you know, when I am really frustrated, I get very quiet. I get quiet. I get quiet. And um, the Lord gave me several months ago, simple revelation. He said, son, that is because the enemy's desire is to silence what you say. Because if he can get you to be quiet, if he can get you not to use your words, you will not see change in your world. And I need for some of you, listen, when you feel like not praying, that's when you need to go in. When you feel like, mm -hmm, okay, I ain't got nothing good to say, you better force yourself. Come on. The song says, I will not be silent. Come on, open your mouth and say, I will not be silent. Type that on the screen. I will not be silent. I will not be silent. I will not be silent. I mean, and listen, even, listen, even on social media, I ain't, got, I ain't got no videos out. I ain't updated no stories. I ain't posted nothing. My post is, see you next time I'm scheduled to talk. Because I don't want to say that right now. But the devil is a liar. I rebuke your silence. I rebuke your silence. If you don't say anything, you cannot see anything. That's the order of God. Bible says in Genesis that he has made us in the image and the likeness of God. What is God's image and likeness? Pay attention. A likeness is the word teshelem. For my note takers, T apostrophe S-H-E-L-E-M, teshelem. Really a more appropriate word to say it is teshelem, but we'll leave it alone. Teshelem, all right? And what happens is that that literally means that what he is, we are. In fact, the scripture goes on later on in the New Testament says, as, uh, as he is, so are we in the world. So guys, what is God? He's a speaking spirit. What did he do in Genesis? He spoke. He spoke. How many trees did he make? None. How many animals did he make? None. See, some of y'all, you're so busy. I'm just working. Baby, listen, you wouldn't have to work like that if you spoke better. I'm not saying you don't have to work, but I'm just saying you wouldn't have to work like that if you spoke better. Did you hear me? How many, how many zebras did God make? None. How many monkeys did he make? None. How many snakes did he make? None. What did he do? He spoke. And if we are in his image, you better listen to what I'm saying to y'all tonight, prayer. If we are in his image and his likeness, then that means that's the same thing we're supposed to do. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Where y'all at? Come on here. Come on, kingdom builder. That's, that's the way that this works. So, so this is why when you're frustrated, you don't want to say nothing. Why? Because then literally your situation won't change. I pray, God, that we would not grow silent when our circumstances or situations are frustrating or aggravating. 
intimidating, messy, messed up, jacked up, tied up, tangled up, frustrated, whatever. I pray, God, that we would speak life. Proverbs 18, 21. That's one of many scriptures. Hebrews says, God, that you are the high priest of our confession, which means, God, you literally say to you what we say to you. You repeat to yourself what we say to you. And so, God, I pray that we would not get silent in our praise. We would not get silent in our worship. We would not get silent in speaking the word over our lives, over our situations, over our circumstances. Because, God, if we don't say anything, we won't say anything. And if we're silent when we're frustrated, we literally shut down the ability to remove what frustrated us in the first place. God. We literally shut down the ability to change what it is that we want to change in the first place. And that shall not be so. In Jesus' name, I know I already have you to say it, but I like need you to just do it one more time. Can you do it like you're yelling at the devil? Can you just do, I will not be silent, but can you just do it in all caps? In all caps. I know you already typed it, but do it in all caps. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Twitch. Come on, H group. Come on, just type it in all caps. I will not be silent in all caps. All right? Okay, that's why I have you say so much. Even when I'm preaching, you'll notice I'll have you say things and speak. Guys, it is not gimmicks. It's not games. It's not preaching tricks. It's none of that. It is very simple. It's its biblical principle. You are not, <clears throat> you are not going to just, mm, I just sat there and listened and all. Mm, well, that was an interesting homily. Listen. Okay, that is not the way this works. If you're silent, you're not going to see nothing. It's just that simple. Just as simple. All right? Um, the reason I have you type so much if you're on a platform that has chat is because wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So when you chat, it is not just about having a bunch of comments. To be honest, there's a whole lot of comments to read. I got three cameras up here. I got an iPad down here. A whole lot of comments to see. But the reason that I do it is so that you are able to activate the power of the word. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, somebody just been, well, I just want to sit and listen to the homily. Listen, man, you better open your mouth and say something, okay? Open your doggone mouth and say, if you were at the Bronco game, you'd be saying something. Even if they're losing, even if they're losing, if you were at the baseball game, you'd be saying something, even if they're losing. If you're at the basketball game, you'd be saying something, even if they're losing. So what I discovered is the enemy, he's, he's the deceiver. So what he wants to do is he doesn't want you to say anything. So if he can shut you down and shut you up, he's got you. Because now what you need to do to change your situation, you won't do. All right? All right, let's jump back over here to Matthew 14. Peter, um, Jesus tells him, go to the other side. Halfway there, we're covering this in prayer. Halfway there. Guys, if you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share, share, share. When you share, people can say, we're five decisions away this year of seeing 500 people give their lives to the Lord. So we're praying that tonight we get that five because those are five lives that matter. Somebody's mom, mama, uncle, auntie, cousin, niece, nephew, Pukinem, Ravenem, whatever, uh, Trevor, Jose, whatever it is. And we want them to come. All right, let's go. So halfway, halfway to the other side, that's when the storm starts. And what did we discover in prayer? That you do not misinterpret your storm. Often when things start going wrong, we think something's wrong. And really sometimes things going wrong is indicating something's right. This is why you have to pray not to misinterpret your storm. Because some of you all, you'll turn around and say, well, I can't do it right now. Uh, ask me, I rebuke your turnaround. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? And if you agree with that, I just need you to type, yes, Lord. What do you mean by turnaround? 
most time when we think of turnaround, we think of something turning for our good. But turnaround just literally turn around, turn around. So if I'm looking at you to turn around means to look at the screen. And watch me, I rebuke you turning around saying, oh, I can't do it now. Oh, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'm not with this. Oh, I'll do it next year. Oh, it's too much. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You've come too far to turn around now. You've come too far to turn around now. Look at what you've beaten. Look at what you've overcome. Look at what you have already conquered. And you're talking about, I ain't finna do it right now. Man, bye. Come on. All right, Matthew 14. But the, by the time the boat was a long way from the land, it was beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. Pay attention. Halfway there. And see, for some of you all, storms that pop up are an indication of your location. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. Somebody used to tweet me that. Somebody used to insta story me that. Oftentimes, storms are an indication of your location. The storm came when they were halfway there. In fact, the Bible's specific language is this, is that they'd gotten a long way from the land. A long way from the land. So if you ever want to know where you're at, watch me. If there's a storm, that means you have at least halfway there. Oh, God. Father, we at least halfway there. Watch me. And they didn't do anything other than be in the boat to get halfway there. This is so good. Let's go. We're going to cover this in prayer. All right. I want to cover this beaten part. They were beaten by the waves. Um, water represents spirit in the Bible. So can I go deep on you for a moment, prayer? Can I go deep? 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 Um, water represents spirit in the Bible. The spirit in the Bible. The Holy Spirit specifically. If the wind is against them, the wind is causing the waves, but waves are not just caused by wind. Waves are also called by the, caused by the undercurrents that are flowing in the spirit, in the water, in the spirit, in the water spirit, which means that this just, this doesn't was, this just wasn't, hey, pastor, hip hop, this, this wasn't just about something happening around them. Y'all ready? It, it was something that was happening in them. Oh, my God. Because if the water represents the spirit and the wind is blowing, the wind is against them, it represents that spiritually, watch me, it feels like a beating. Ooh. I want to ask you this question, and only the honest people are going to be able to understand where I'm at. How many of you all in the last 10 months of this year, at one point or another, and I need you to be super honest with me now, you're a bishop former, so you're in a safe place. At least in the last 10 months, at least once, you have doubted the Lord. Like you doubted him. You're like, I don't even know, Lord. I don't even know. Let's be honest. Come on. So that you don't feel by yourself and alone, I want you to see whose hand is up first. Come on. Well, we're going to shut this down in prayer tonight. We're about to shut this down in prayer tonight. We're about to shut this dome in prayer tonight. It's a 911 situation going on around this piece. I look at all these hands. We're about to shut this down. Because watch me. The, 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 the waves start beating the boat. Got it? Spiritual. Spiritual. It is a spiritual like, I don't even know. God, I'm not sure. 
I don't know. Watch me. When they were halfway there. Could it be? Oh, my God. Could it be? 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 Could it be that that rocking and shaking and shaking and rocking is not our moment to doubt, but it's our moment to believe. That sounds cliche, I know, and I don't like cliche, but let's go. We're about to shut this down. Um, it was an indication of their location. You do not, watch me, everybody, please look at me. You cannot trust what you have not tested. Y'all ready for this? The fact that you had a human moment that you got up out of, all it should do for you is let you know that your faith is 100% legit. Baby, you like Coca-Cola. You the real thing. Let's go. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight, sir, we thank you, God, right now, that even in the midst of any moment of doubt that ever pops up, Father, that it is really our opportunity to believe. It is our opportunity to believe. Watch me. Not believe in a specific outcome, but believe in the God of the outcome. God, I pray that we would not get so caught up, God, in what we wanted to see, that we miss the beauty of what you're doing. God, we cannot trust what it cannot be tested. And so we thank you, God, for even the testing of our faith. And God, we thank you that our faith, sir, is in you. It is in you. Our trust is in you. Our belief is in you, not an outcome, not an outcome. God, for many, the doubt starts because the outcome, they're looking at the beating the boats, taking that, realizing the boat's only a vessel. God, in Jesus' name tonight, as we pray, God, I pray that our faith, God, would, would be strengthened but that it be strengthened in you. And what does this mean? Romans 8, 28, knowing that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. We love you, sir. We love you, sir, because you first loved us. We love you, sir, because of your consistency. We love you because of your faithfulness. We love you because of your dedication. We love you because of your sacrifice. We love you, God, that by the time we got to our second chance, you had already given a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eight, nine, ten. We love you because of your grace. We love you because of your mercy. We love you because of your sacrifice on Calvary. Come on, can you type something on the screen? Well, why you love him? We love you, God. We love you. What does this mean? We make what's important to you important to us, sir. And because of that, you made a promise that all things would work together for the good of them that love him. So God, the reason we put our faith in you is because since we love you, we realize, God, that however the situation turns out, it's for our good. Even if it doesn't go the way we wanted for it to go, our faith wasn't in that outcome. Our faith was in the God of the outcome. God, we are those that have graduated beyond cash, cars, and clothes. We are beyond those that have graduated beyond trying to get a blessing. Genesis 12, God, makes the clear that we are the blessing. And we thank you now in Jesus' name. Come on. If you haven't typed that type of reason on the screen for why you love him. Don't worry, I just love him. And it's just, I can't explain it. Then that ain't real. Anything that can't be articulated is artificial. Did you hear me? If you cannot articulate it, it's artificial. I don't get into people say, I just, oh my God, I just love you so much, I can't even describe it. Ah, oh, that ain't real. Cause you, you'd be able to describe it if it was real. What's real can what's real, what's real can be relayed. I just helped somebody right there. 
Stop letting. Mm, I just help somebody right there. All right. So listen. Listen to this. Jesus says, go to the other side. You would think, this is good. You would think that if he gave them the instruction that he was going to make it easier. Can I tell you that just because you were following what you were told and following the instruction does not mean it will not be difficult. It will not be difficult. Father, I pray right now that we remove the false expectation that it will be easy because you said to do it. It will not be easy, but we will be graced to deal with it. It will not always be easy, God, but we will be graced to deal with it. We'll be graced to handle it. We'll be graced to navigate through it. We'll be graced to walk through it. And for this, God, we say thank you. Guys, I see many of you just coming in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video on all these different platforms that we're on. Facebook, tag some folks in it. YouTube, you can share it with some people. On Instagram, use the two little uh, the triangles and share it with somebody tonight. All right? On Twitch, I don't know how you share, but I'm, I'm sure there's a share button somewhere harvest channel and our app click the little arrow up if you have an apple and you can share that tonight all right um and uh, if you're on uncommon gospel radio network you got to call somebody or text somebody let them know you listen all right so listen to this um god doesn't necessarily make it easier just because he said to do it can i just let you can, matter of fact can we have a selah moment right there s-e-l-a-h can i get you to type that on the screen selah not sega <laughs> Selah, 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 Selah. You ready? Amen. Love you too. Selah. Listen, Selah means this in simplicity. God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. That's what Selah means. Just settle that. Settle that. Like you think, you think this, Lord, well, you told me to do it, Lord. So and then I hear, can I be honest? Um, this is why you got to just, this is why when I, when we pray and when I teach and when I preach, I always give you scripture because saying something that's cool doesn't mean that it's correct. Cool doesn't mean correct. I've heard this one often. If it's God's vision, it's God's provision. That's a whole lie. That's a whole lie. And, and here's why it's a lie. It's because it's not that it's inaccurate, but it's incomplete because watch me. Yes. If it's God's vision, it's his provision in the sense that he will ultimately provide. But you're going to have to do the work to get the provision. And I hear people say that if it's if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Correct. However, you still going to have to go run that. All right. All right. This is important to understand. So you got to just say a lot of that because he says, y'all go to the other side. I'm going to dismiss the crowd. They go on the other side. They're like, oh, that was an amazing crusade. Oh, man, did you see how the power of God moved? Oh, my God. Did you see when Jesus laid hands and that girl went down? Did you see that? Oh, my God. Did you see how we fed these thousands of people? Did you see? Oh, my God. 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 Like, they on cloud 10. Cloud 9, right? Uh, how, how, how goes the saying? So here we go. Um, verse 25. In the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when his disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. Which means they were out. It's it's the fourth watch. So so that deals with the time, a particular time period. Everybody watch. That deals with a particular time period. Um, that fourth watch of the night is between three and six a.m. It's between three and six a.m. All right. So four, five, three, four, five, six. That's when the fourth watch is. This is why for many of you all, wave at me if I'm talking to you. This is why for many of you all, you will randomly wake up during that time. Watch me. If that has happened to you or it regularly happens to you, do that hand wave emoji right now. 
Come on, y'all. We only got 15 minutes. We gotta go. Oh my God. We gotta, okay. we gotta, I'm, she, I'm not even talking to her. She she always listening, but I ain't talking to her. Disrespectful. That's dishonorable. I see several hands. I see several hands coming up. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Because we have biblical evidence here. That's that's when he comes to talk. If y'all don't say something back to me, you talking about, oh, I'm just trying to go back to sleep. God is like, I want to talk now. I want to, I want you to pray now. I want to show you something now. I want you to take out your journal and start writing now. Y'all not talking to me in these comments. You're not talking. Talk to me. Talk to me. That's when he comes to visit. And you talking about, ooh, I'm so tired. God is like, I'm not, I don't sleep, nor do I slumber. Let's go. Let's talk. Get that journal out. Get that iPad out. I'm about Get it out. Get it out. Turn that message on from Sunday. Put that podcast back in. You didn't hear what he said. You need to listen again. There's one word that's going to create the breakthrough for you. Go back and listen again. Get I got something to show you. Show and tell. That's the game we used to play. Look, look, right there. Okay. And can I help some of you on? When it happens, I need you. Look, can I give you scripture for this? Let me give you scripture for this. First Samuel chapter three. Here's what I need you to do. When you get, when you are woken up. Now I'm not talking about your baby hollering and all that. And that's why you got up, right? Um, I'm talking about when you literally, you just, you sleep, you're in a good sleep too. And every other day you're in a good sleep. And then all of a sudden, and you're like, shoot, is it already time? And you look over at the clock. Come on, who knows? I'm telling the truth. And you look over at the clock and you're like, four o'clock. The devil is a lie. Shoot. I need you to respond this way. Speak, Lord. That's all I needed to say. That's all I needed to say. Speak, Lord. That's all I needed to say. That's all I needed to say. Practice it. Practice it right now. Speak, Lord. Practice it right now. Come on, y'all. We only got 13 minutes. We got to go. Speak, Lord. I need you to practice that. Speak, Lord. Right? We will remember it's between 3 and 6. So it may be 3, three anytime between 3 and, 3 and 6 a.m. All right? So if it's 3 for you, it's right in that fourth watch. That's when he walks on the water. Listen, your best idea is about to come between three and six. Come on, y'all. The way to get out of debt is about to come between three and six. Let me prophesy to you. The way to scale your business is about to come between three and six a.m. The way to make them give you the loan is about to come between three to six a.m. God's going to put names. He's going to put names that you need to contact and you're going to, that's why I need you to have something next to your bed. Put your phone next to your bed. Come on, we have prayer. Let's go. Put your phone next to your bed. Put your uh, your tablet next to your bed. Put a pad next to your bed. He's going to give you instructions on what to do. Things are just going to come in your mind. It is not going to be, stop looking for a voice when you need to look for a verse. It's not going to be my child. I want you to do this. No, names are going to drop in your mind. You're like, I need to reach out to this person. Uh, I need to try it this way. I need to change the recipe to do it like this. I need to reach out to this person. I need to make this call. I need to go look at this. You'll flip on the TV. He's going to put the right commercial in front of you. 
at the right time so that you make the right contact, so that you make the right communication. Please, I need you to agree with me. Say, speak, Lord, speak, Lord, speak, Lord, speak, Lord. That's when he gives instructions. That's when he speaks. Not the only time, but when, watch me, but when you're halfway there, this is when he comes to visit. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? When you're halfway there, this is like a whole Bible study. I know it's prayer, but like this turned into a whole thing. When you're halfway there, when somebody said, look, I just made adjustments to my recipe. I got that Holy Ghost, not that guest, right? I got the full package, not the, I got the platinum edition, not the bronze. Y'all got me? All right. Okay. Watch me. You, you, you're going to, there's some doors that have been shut because of how you approach the door. Because of how you spoke to the door. Because of how you handled the door. You got it? And between that time period, 3 and 6 a.m., you're going to say, go fix that. Go say this. Go repent to this one. Go apologize to this one. Send this email to this one. Do this. And you never know. Well, watch me. I just heard the Lord. Y'all, let me prophesy. I know it's prayer. Let me prophesy. Let me prophesy. Can I prophesy? When he gets you up, I just heard this for five people that are on. For five people that are on prayer tonight. If you think you one of these five, watch me, your response will be indicated because you need to go so immediately once I say what I'm about to say. Seal this, what I'm about to say, according to 1 Samuel 9. When he gets you up between three and six, He's going to get up the person that needs to favor you. He's going to get them up at that same time. And while while you initiate communication thinking they're sleeping, they're not going to get it. They're not paying attention. Watch me. That's when they're going to get it. Did you hear me? When he gets you up, he's about to get up the thing that you need. When he wakes you up, he's about to wake up the person you need to favor you. When he wakes you, you better hear what I'm saying. If you think you're one of those five, so into that now. now. Don't you wait until the end of prayer. Don't you wait until the end of prayer. So now, now, over here, you can use these badges. If you're over here on this Bishop Foreman Instagram, if you're on another platform, you can use do, uh, Cash App, dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, Hello at Harvest, search that church. Do not wait. Follow the instruction. First Samuel chapter nine. And the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. This shall not fall to the ground. First Samuel 319. This I know. This I know. This I know. This I know. When he gets you up, he's going to get up the president of, of that company. When he, y'all not listen to me. When he gets you up, he's going to get up the person that you need to forgive you. Because watch me, their lack of forgiveness toward you is why you haven't been able to get to that door. I'm talking to somebody tonight. Oh my God, it's 7.52. We got to go. Woo! Okay, look, let's go. Can I finish this? Are you being blessed on prayer tonight? 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 All right, listen. Let's go further. Um, so fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. He came to them. What does water represent? Spirit. He came to them in the spirit. All right. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. They said, it's a ghost. They cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. He's like, this is me. So your first response, so watch me. Your first response will naturally, well, your human response in these moments will be fear. Your human response will be fear. Hey, North Carolina, your human response will be fear. 
We've already covered that. But can I tell you, fear is a spirit, which means you don't just shut it down once. You have to shut it down as often as it rises. It's a spirit. What's the spirit, Bishop? It's a mentality. That's what the word uh, in uh, Hebrew, uh, ruach is the word for spirit. Numa in the New Testament, Greek. All right, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. You ready? Um, your first response is going to be that spirit of fear, that spirit of fear, to where you're like, mm, 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 mm. you don't even want to make the call because you're scared. Who am I talking to? You don't even want to send the email because you're scared. You, who am I talking to? Nick, am I talking to you? Come on, you you don't even you don't even you you don't even want to drive down the street because you're scared. You don't even want to Google it because you're scared. You don't even want to check the account because you're scared. Because you're scared. Let's shut that down. It's a spirit, y'all. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Come on, Rev. That's exactly the reason. He says, I didn't get that to you. Now you got it from somewhere. I just didn't give it to you. I didn't give it to you. I didn't give it to you. So, so so watch me. You, your daily practice has to be to shut that down. I rebuke the spirit of fear. And like I did it last week at church, baby. It's the, look, look, that was in that moment at that time. And in that moment at that time, sure it worked. But now I'm going to need you to listen. But it's a new day. You're going to have to shut that down. Whenever you sense fear, everybody pay attention. We only got six minutes left on prayer. I got to finish this. Whenever you sense fear, it is an indication you're about to use faith. All right. So, Father, we rebuke the spirit of fear. We rebuke the spirit of fear. If you know somebody right now that is struggling with fear, struggling, being scared, anxious, timid, I need you to tag them in prayer tonight, right now. This is their moment. This is your moment. But sow it into somebody else. Sow into somebody else, them being them getting that spirit up off of them. Sow into somebody else that thing shutting down from somebody else. Come on, y'all. Sow it. So whenever I sense fear, I'm about to use faith. Can I prove it to you? Look at the next part. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. You're about to use your faith, Petey. Petey, you're about to use your faith, Petey. You're about to use your faith. So what happened first? Fear. Fear happened first. Fear happened first. Listen, y'all, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. When you sense fear, this reason you got to shut it down is because the very next sentence, the very next thing you're going to have to do requires faith. I could throw this chair and bust this whole wall down right there. This is good to me. If I sense fear at 730, at 7.35, it's about to be faith time. Come on. Whenever you sense fear in one sentence, the very next sentence requires you to use faith. So instead of, watch me, here's what most of us do. We end the sentence that's fear. Like, oh, man. The very next sentence means you got to use faith. The very next verse, Jesus said, don't be afraid. Take heart. He said it like he's from South Central. Take heart. Little, little disciples, <laughs> do not be afraid. It's me. Which means you can walk with Jesus and still not recognize him. That's a whole nother word, a whole nother day. It's a whole nother word, a whole nother day. Right? They didn't even recognize him, even though they walked with him, because he's about to show them more of him. Let's go, because I got to cover this in prayer. Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Shimon, come. He says one word, 
come. Watch me. The word was released. You ready? What was released? The word. And remember how we got down this road with Peter? You probably forgot because I've been giving you so much revelation. How do we get down this road with Peter? Is that sometimes you release things while they're still cooking and they're not done yet. And so you invite warfare. So listen what happens. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, so when the word was released, watch me, the wind, and pay attention. We already learned that the wind had been blowing. So here's my question, Peter. Here's my question, Peter. If the wind had been blowing, why all of a sudden is it a problem now? It's been blowing. The word was released, watch me, and this thing was still cooking. So Peter says, come, but what was already happening? The wind was coming. So in other words, in this moment, when Peter gets out of the boat and begins to walk on water in response to the word, got it? Because when he says, Lord, if it's you, bid me come, that's asking. That means prayer. So then God answers his prayer. And as God answers his prayer, he answers it. But watch me. He says, come in front of all these other people. He says, all, all of this in front of all these people. So now all of this is released. And so now he's paying attention and he's looking at this warfare. God, I pray we have the grace to know when to shh while the, while the testimony is still cooking. I pray we have the grace to shh while the word is still manifesting for us. I pray that we don't post it before it's permanent. Oh my God. I pray that we don't post it before it's permanent. I pray that we don't have too many conversations about it before it's concretized. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, I could give you more. I could give you so much more, but I'm out of time. Um, and I didn't get to go back into Jeremiah 29. That's okay. We'll have to do it another time. If you're on prayer tonight, um, and prayer bless you. I want to encourage you to sow right, into prayer. How can you sow? You can use the cash app again, dollar sign Bishop Home with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Gimlify. All of that's available for you. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to type that on the various uh, platforms? You can do that. Also, you can just go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. That's one way that you can do that, too. And uh, you'll be able to avail yourself to that. Listen, I also want to encourage you um, tonight on all of these different platforms that we are on. Let me say this. There we go. Someone can put that. So there you go. OK, guys, I can still pin your comments over here on the Harvest Instagram. So um, make sure that you, uh, if I get somebody to put up the different giving methods over here on the Harvest Instagram, that would be amazing. All right. Shout out to the 2020 of you, 22 of you that have used badges over here on the Bishop Foreman Instagram to do that. That's a word for somebody. Like, y'all need to put that on your Facebook. Tag me in it when you do it. Tweet that. Tag me in it when you do it. Instagram that. Tag me in it. Do it. Don't post it before it's permanent. Don't post before it's permanent. You literally invite the enemy to do at what you just did. And it's not done cooking yet. So now you have to start cooking it over. All right. So I want you to do that. Uh, let me also say this tonight. If you're on prayer um, and somebody says, Bishop, what should I sow? I, you know, can I can I challenge you? Let's go back to where we were. Where were we at? Matthew 14, 29. Uh, come, Peter got the boat. Uh, I, you know what? Something with two, with one, four, two, nine, you can do 142, 90, uh, 92, 41, something. Why do I have you connect the numbers to it? Because numbers are spiritual. It's called gematria, um, which is the spiritual significance of those numbers. And let's, can I just teach you real quick? Four, creative. One, unity. Two, witness. Nine, birthing. Isn't that good? 
Isn't that good? One, unity. Four, creative. Two, witness. Nine, birthing. God says, I'm going to create, watch me. When you unify with me, I'm going to give you something creative to birth that you're going to witness. Like literally the numbers prophesy. So that's why I, when I have you to sow like that, I say, you want to, you, you connected to that. Okay. Um, listen, tonight, if you're on prayer and you're not a Christian, this is your moment. This is your opportunity tonight. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, no guilt, no condemnation, no saying God loves you unconditionally. But tonight, if you need to come to the Lord, this is your moment. Um, when I count to three, I'm going to ask you to just do one of two things. That's it. No guilt, no condemnation, no saying. Number one, that hand with the emoji. Or number two, say it's me. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On my Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, Harvest Channel on our app, you can't chat yet, but you just raise your hand wherever you're at and the Lord will see you. Don't deny him. He won't deny you. One, God's coming to get you. Two, this is your moment. Do not miss it. Three, I need you to respond right now. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you are at right now, respond right now wherever you are at respond right now wherever you are at you and you, somebody said it right you're in a safe place you become a christian recommit yourself little or be sure don't guys don't hop off right now don't hop off right now i see you nikki god bless you come on i see you come on we're waiting on you if you need to be sure come on be sure tonight there's no shame in being sure there's no shame in being sure there is no shame and being sure this is the right time to get your right your life right with the lord tomorrow is not promised we're waiting on you we're waiting on you i see you i see you we're waiting on you i see you Moni. god bless you we're waiting on you come on just do that hand wave emoji or say it's me or say it's me because some people don't know how to do emojis i understand i understand i was trying to do an emoji the other day and it wasn't coming up for me and i just ended up typing it i just ended up typing it I see you. I see you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, guys, keep responding for the sake of time. I want everybody to pray with me because we're about three minutes over. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you, Lord, for your love for me. Because of this belief, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace, God, to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. I need you to do one thing. If you're on Facebooks and YouTubes and Twitch and the Harvest app and channel all that, you can see it on the screen right there. Text that word right there, decision to 877-552-4746. If you are on Instagram, we'll pin it for you right now. Text decision to 877-552-4746. We literally have digital ambassadors that are on all the different platforms to see and mark your responses tonight. Amen. Tomorrow night, guys, nine o'clock. This word blessed me right before my birthday. Come on, happy birthday in advance. So I have this thing. When it's birthdays, I typically like to be the very first person to say anything. So I typically will call a person the day before or text them the day before um, 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 or say something before um, uh, if I get the opportunity to because I like to be the first. Don't put me in no group. Anyway, um, listen, guys, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. On the Bishop Foreman Instagram, 9 o'clock Mountain, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern, going to give you a preview. Um, there was a birthday over here on the Harvest Instagram. Going to give you a preview of um, uh, Wednesday's Word. It's going to be amazing and super excited about it. Again, thank you all so much. This is a Pastor Appreciation Month. All month, it's National Pastor Appreciation Month. It's just not a harvest thing. It's national across the nation. And uh, it's also my birthday. 16th is the anniversary of Bishop Kevin Foreman Day in Denver and Aurora. Monday, 
uh, it's my birthday. Um, and uh, what else? What else is this month? This is my ministry anniversary, or right, my vocational ministry anniversary is this month. Um, so much uh, in this month. So to God be the glory. So thank you. Many of you have already begun to send gifts and cards and all that. I appreciated it. I appreciate it tremendously. I keep every single card, every single letter, every single note that's ever written to me. I've kept them since since we began 15 years ago. I keep every single one. And then on Sunday, they got, listen, they think I don't know what they're doing. See, they think I, they, they think we were in a meeting yesterday and somebody said something. Somebody tried to run past it real fast. I said, I know what y'all doing. Y'all trying to do something. Act like I don't know what y'all doing. So on Sunday, they're going to be celebrating my birthday at church. And 9, 15, 11, 15. And I think I don't know what they're doing, but I know they're doing something. All right. Um, we have a rule. I don't like surprises, so I have to know about surprises. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so there you go. So uh, that'll be happening on Sunday, 9, 15, 11, 15 a.m. While I'm saying that, we're six minutes over. I just want to say this. Um, make your life matter. Um, make your life matter. Make your life matter. You were born for the time you were needed most make your life matter. Amen. I love you guys. If the prayer bless you, go so something with 1429 in it. All right. Something with 1429. Go so use the cash app dollar sign bishop Foreman number two. All of that. Much love to you guys. Appreciate you tremendously. See you tomorrow night on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, nine o'clock. Love you. So shalom. Shalom, everybody. Love y'all. Shalom. Love you guys. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's